I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. Not me, not Hermione, you. <laughs> Look at that, it's fine. <laughs> and this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. All right, Drew, how do we start this? Do we like, do we pick our characters? Like, I would like to be, um, I'd like to be a dragon who's also a magician, but also invisible when I want to be. Um, but also I'd like the XP uh, to be really high. Um, I want to uh, be able to kill people up close and from far away. Um, did I, what else am I missing when we can pick our characters? Well, okay, you can be a dragonborn, so good job. Uh, that's that's a, that's a thing you can be. Um, you can be a mage, and they have the ability to turn invisible from time to time. So, well done. We're two for two. Um, you, can I be them both together at the same time? Can you be what? Can I be a dragon and a mage? Yes, yes, absolutely. Can I be a dragon mage? Really? You can be a dragon born. The, I want to be clear, this is like... It's like more dragon people. Think more like lizard people than like you're oh, you're a physical dragon. That sounds like way less fun. No, yeah. it's it's still pretty good. Still pretty good. So you're doing great. You're doing great. I love that. Yeah, listener, welcome to our Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves breakdown. Uh shocking tomato meter. Truly, Sh- I thought it was lying. Ninety one percent. I will say this. From that I don't get it. I really loved this movie before we like go any further. Uh, can't can't recommend it enough. So fun. Very fun. You don't have to know the game at all to enjoy the movie. The ad campaign is probably one of the most horrific things I've ever seen. So confusing. Yeah. I thought for months this movie was going to suck. Yeah. Just because the ads. The... the Trailers were bad. The It was one of those where it felt like they were pushing it too hard. Like, it was everywhere. It was on billboards. It was on TV. It was, like, on mailers that, like, come to your, your house. It was, you know, on themed cereal boxes. And I was just like, what is happening? It feels like you're trying too hard. Yeah. It, uh, they're overcompensating for something. And it turns out, nope, just full full compensation of a great movie. That's all it was. I just wanted to alert the public. We made a great movie. You should see it. $38.5 million in the United States. Around $33 million internationally. I mean, by all accounts, it's a success. Yeah, it's like opening weekend. Go get it. Estimated $150 million budget. Um, and it's around $72 million worldwide currently. So... That it, it does probably need to pick up some steam for us to see Chris Pine again in a sequel, which I would actually be for. I just really can't believe that this movie got a a ninety one percent tomato meter and a ninety three percent audience score. I do get because I do think it was a really fun time. This is just not the kind of movie that critics usually like let pass. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm interested to hear you as a Dungeons and Dragons player. Um, is that the right term? Yeah. Someone who plays Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. what you thought about the adaptation? Uh, I loved it. Uh, it did service to the game 
right? Of it's an adventure. Uh, there were a couple things that you're like, hey, Forge is bad. Oh no, saw that coming to my like. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Yeah. 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 Hugh Grant's character like was always going to turn on them. Every everybody should have seen that yeah. coming the whole way. Sure. But I mean, there were even things where you could tell it, it, it's you know they're not rolling dice for these characters to do stuff, right? But you could tell there were things where it looked like oh they rolled a natural one. You can tell because like something terrible happened that like would have never happened elsewise. Like you know he steps on the trap and the bridge falls. Uh, or, you know, his foot gets stuck when he's trying to run away. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that's a natural one. Like, the worst possible outcome just happened. And then, you know, there were things where it's like, oh, like, a natural 20 just happened. Like, they just, you know, Holga just absolutely obliterated somebody with that axe. And it's like, oh, yeah, sweet. Um, so as a fan of the game, you could see where those little mechanics were coming to play. Um, it also hit on all the tropes. There was a dungeon. There was a dragon. There were fights. There was, you know, a love story. There was betrayal. You know, they had a mission to go uh, achieve and that, you know, it twisted there at the end. You know, their priorities had to change. You know, there's a bunch of non-playable characters that from your past that come up from your backstory and all sorts of stuff. So it was, I think, a really good representation of the game. That being said, it was just a really fun movie. Like I... And this is where I want to hear your opinion, because I was of the belief that you did not have to know anything about the game. You probably have to like fantasy stuff at some level, but you don't have to know anything about the game to enjoy seeing that movie. Uh, I'd be interested to hear your take on it. Yeah, as someone who has never played the game or knows what it's about, I had a blast. Um, I had a blast just because I think Chris Pine is a national treasure. I don't know why he's not in more things. Maybe he's got so much Star Trek money that, like, he doesn't need to do things anymore unless he wants to. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed watching this movie. I did I did see it very late at night, and I did get kind of sleepy at one point. I think I missed I missed the bulk of the time that uh, Roger Jean Page was on that was in the film. I don't know how much of a chunk that was. I know that he showed up. And I was like, oh, he's handsome. And then like, I kind of felt myself fall asleep. And then I kind of like, kind of woke up as he was stabbing a bunch of people. And I was like, oh, no, I missed something. <laughs> yeah, when, when they're, well, he was with them in the Underdark, right? And then he shows up again, you know, at the end. But he was not in like the middle part of the movie or like, you know, the second act of the movie very much. So he did just have like a cameo kind of thing, right? He had like two big chunks. He showed up for like this one part of the mission and then was like, you know, depart. You guys, good luck on the rest of your stuff. And then he showed up again at the end. Yeah, I remember him at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how much of this did I miss and how pertinent was it to the story? <laughs> well, yeah, the Underdark's pretty important and, you know, just That's really tough. fun. It's a really fun part of the, the place, so. Um, Man, I can't wait to rewatch this movie. I now. can't wait to rewatch this movie. Uh, Sometime I, when it's not a midnight start time, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, um, I do want to ask what was one like? Who was your favorite character? Um, I really, really enjoyed Sophia Lillis as Doric. Yeah, um, I think that she is great. I she's been in a couple things um, that I've really enjoyed. Did you catch her in? Um, oh, of course, it's not going to pull up. 
Did you catch her in I'm Not Okay With This? No. I don't know what that is. Oh, it was a uh, it was a TV series on Netflix. It was actually really, really good. Um, she was fantastic in it. She was also in It. Um, she was great in It. Um, she was also in Sharp Objects. Uh, gotcha. Where she played the... Uh, I believe she played the young Amy Adams character, um, if I'm not mistaken. I think she's fantastic. And I really enjoyed her when she just, uh, like, turned in to the heat. What is that thing called? The big bird she turns into? The the owlbear. Is it really called an owlbear? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> when, when, she was, when she went from, like, riding on a horse to turning into that thing to coming right back, I was like, yeah, yes, you go. I like you. Um, I thought that she was great. The one character that really bothered me, um, Justice Smith's character. What was his character's name? Uh, Simon. Yeah, Simon. Didn't love Simon. Didn't didn't love Simon, but I really enjoyed uh, Doric. I think is how you say her name. She yeah. was a lot of fun. No, I, I would agree with both of those. I thought Simon was okay. I did think that he was the weakest of the um, cast of characters there. Um, obviously, Chris Pine's character was fantastic when he does the like prancing distraction song. Right. Yep. Uh, as yep. they, you know, are, are showing a, an image over there as they're trying to sneak past the guards. I thought that was hysterical. Um, he was very witty, very funny. Um, and it does make it more fun thinking of it in terms of, you know, playing the game, sitting in a living room, hanging out with your friends. Like, there's typically one person that is more quick-witted, funnier, like, will just, like, make quips and barbs the whole time, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's good. That's fun. Love that. That would be me. I would do that. No. It sounds you, like I should be... It sounds like I am Chris Pine. No, you would be... You would be Holga, and you would just be running around, <laughs> just being like, can I can I hit this now? I would can like I, to hit this I now. Can I smash this, please? Yeah. I'd like to smash. I haven't seen Michelle Rodriguez in anything in a while. Uh... Also miss most of the Fast franchise. Well, as someone who hates car chases, I can't yeah. understand why you would miss No the car fa- chases in Dungeons & Dragons. So None. They, did, they did run away from a dragon at one point. That, that they was... did run away from a dragon at one point. Um, I think... How many, how many franchises has Michelle Rodriguez been killed and then revived in uh, now after this movie? Because that happened in Lost, right? Didn't they kill her for a minute? Then she came back. Didn't she die in one of the Fast movies? And then she came back and had amnesia or something? Yeah. Is it just like the go-to with her? Yeah, it's a thing. I think part of it is like, oh, there's been times she's been a little troublesome. And they're like, listen, we got to... We got to... Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, real real quick. But, uh, yeah. Oh, that I did not know. Yeah. But the, in, the in whole the revival game, thing... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask if, if in the game, if you can revive people. Yes, big time. It is very important to have a cleric in your group. Uh, someone who can heal the squad and can bring you back to life in case uh, disaster strikes. Um, yes, coming back from the dead is, is a very important part of the game. Um, there, there are some people that get like too intense about it. And like if you die and, you know, uh, if you can't be revived or whatever they'll make you burn your character sheet and you know like your character's gone forever like oh wow yeah you must start anew <laughs> yes oh, very wow. much so yeah That's I, tough. you know it's fun um the other thing that i loved about this was that there was all the 
little nods to the game. Didn't take away from the movie experience at all. Like, you don't have to know what a gelatinous cube was to that that thing they dive in, right? Yeah, I yeah. was unaware it had a name. Sure, That's yeah. amazing. You, you didn't yeah. have to know what that was to sure. enjoy the movie. But, like, a lot of the fans are like, oh, fun. You don't have to know that, like, they cast Speak with Dead and you you do get three questions with them or five oh, okay. i can't remember which one it is uh it might it may stack as you advance the level but um it, yeah and so the fact that they make a little joke about you know asking a dumb question it's like oh yeah that's that always happens to somebody and then like they don't ask the last question they leave him alive that's the little things like that are like funny bits that was oh, the fun. that was the post credit scene Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I was like, man, I don't remember that. I'm no, like, they they yeah. cut they cut back to the dead guy, and he's just like, "Can someone ask me a question, please?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, cool. No, I I really enjoyed that. I think I I think I want to play a game now. Yeah, so that I can go back and rewatch it and and catch the little stuff. Um, I think uh, those. Oh, can we talk about? You mentioned it already. But as soon as Hugh Grant showed his face on the screen, I just went, boo. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I really don't like Hugh Grant. And uh, you just you knew he was going to be the bad guy. From the, You don't cast Hugh Grant in a movie if he's either, A, a love interest from the early 1990s or going to be the guy you really just don't like in this movie. No, I... And it was the latter. I do... I actually like Hugh Grant a lot. But to, to your point... Yes, he's not ever going to just be, at this point in his career, just like the side support character. He either plays very pivotal roles um, with screen time or very pivotal roles in like story arc where his character is going to be the one that like betrays everybody or is going to like be the bad guy or, you know, whatever. So you got to The moment he showed up, it's like, OK, so you're going to be opposite Chris Pine. Oh, and you're like friends and mentors. Oh, it's like, oh, okay, great. Perfect. You're for sure going to betray everybody. Uh, it's probably going to be for gold. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, guess, sure yeah. was, sure was. Um, and then I, I read at one point in time that all of the spells used in the film uh, are all spells used in Dungeons and Dragons um, pen and paper RPG. Is that what it's called? I mean... I don't I don't know that term exactly, but I'm assuming that it's like, hey, the the original here's the book, here's your piece of paper, like write all your stuff down. Because um, there's di- there's so many different versions now that you can play different. Um, trying to think of a synonym for version, but whatever. Um, <laughs> you know that they come out with updates periodically, and you know they'll change different spells and they'll change different you know uh, character types and abilities and whatnot. So th- I'm sure this was all going back to whatever the original one was, um, which I don't know exactly what that is, but um, pretty fun. Cool. Um, who did you already mention your favorite character? Yeah, I think it was Chris Pine. Um, my, he was great. My, might be basic, but he was he was awesome. He, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a Chris Pine movie that I didn't really enjoy his performance in. 
And this one was no different. I it did bother me that I don't know what I don't know what instrument that is that he's playing. A lie is it? A, I don't I don't know. Um, the fact that he did not even like try to like move his fingers in accordance with the chords that he was playing. That's really like ah like the, I think there was only four strings. Like you could have done pretty much anything and made it look like you cared, and he didn't. Um, I've also never like tried to prance. And fake sing while fake play the so I don't know if it's that much harder. It's a lot of acting going on at one time. There's a lot. You're giving us a lot to process, and they were. Um, yeah, he was. He was pretty freaking great. I'm trying to think of the last movie I saw him in, and I can't place it for the life of me. Uh, maybe it was a Star Trek. I don't know. Uh, it was just great to see him. I do think one of the things that like made me not super excited about this movie. Oh my gosh, Wonder Woman 1984. That's not it. But yeah, that or like All the Old Knives or whatever it was. Oh, he was in Don't Worry Darling and he was great. Oh. He was great in Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? I had a point that I was getting to there. Um, Lost it. Lost it with Don't Worry Darling. That's tough. Oh, one of the things that I think really turned He's me off wanting to see this movie was uh, throughout the whole like press tour um, that he's been doing... He's had just like this really long, like grayish hair, and I'm just like, "What are you doing, man? What, what are you? What are you doing?" Right? <laughs> as weird as that sounds, just maybe like, I don't know. Maybe he's lost it. Maybe he's lost his touch. And he hadn't. He hadn't lost his touch. He was great. Yeah. No. I. I think that to your point, he has made enough Star Trek money that he's like, I'm gonna do what I want. Sure. Uh, and I don't know how good that Into the Woods money was, but I hope I hope it was good. <laughs> you know, I never saw that one. Are you serious? I don't know if I need to. Yeah, his, do I need to? Yes. His song about when he sings Agony is mm-hmm. I- iconic. Agony. Yeah. So much greater than yours. Also, let's not forget Smoke and Aces. I feel like everybody forgets that oh, he's in Smoke yeah. and Aces. Um, wow, that movie is one. so good. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, and then I think maybe also I'm still holding on to a little bit of um, anger is not the right word, but uh, I I really did not enjoy old Justice Smith and Pokemon Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I, I think I had such high hopes for that movie. And now every time I see him, I'm just like, man, what could have been? Don't place, your, tra- don't his don't place your transference about Detective Pikachu onto D&D. <laughs> but, okay, so both of those movies do, I think, fall into this category, though, of like, uh, well, we've previously talked about video games that become movies, you know, and those adaptations. Do you think that the tabletop game of D&D falls into that category? It's not technically a video game. I mean, I think it, there have been video game creations of it along the way, but it's originally a tabletop game. You know, does that... I didn't know that, but I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I'm going to say two things here. One, I will say yes, because I'd like to hear your thoughts on the best ones ever made. Because number two, you've referenced this episode that we did about video games that were turned into movies or TV shows. You've referenced this a bunch, and it's important to me that you know... That that's the episode that drew with the you forgot to hit record, so it was lost forever. <laughs> oh, oh, good. <laughs> so 
so no one's ever heard that one. I think we should go ahead and post it with just our sides of the conversation. (laughs) And just that would be a really strange And just let people fill in the gaps. I think that would be funnier. (laughs) What would you say here? (laughs) It's a build it's a It's a write your own adventure. adventure. (laughs) Yeah. That's so meta of us. Yeah, no, I think that would be really good. But no, I I think that this would fall into that category, and I think it's one of the better ones that's been done. Uh, I am very interested to see what happens with this Mario Bros. movie coming out. I, oh yeah, I think it looks awesome. But who knows? Maybe they're going to give me the you know the old D and D switcheroo. Maybe the trailers are going to sure. be awesome, and then the movie's going to suck. Who knows? Yeah. No, uh, I feel that. I feel that. But I, I think we're living in a golden age of video games that are basically movies and movies and TV shows that are doing justice to our video games, finally. That's a really good point. I like where your head's up there. Yeah, I like where your head's up there. There's so many cutscenes in video games now that you're like, all right, well, they basically just animated an entire movie, and that's cool. Uh, and then there's a bunch of, like, The Last of Us that was like, we took your favorite game and we took out all the zombies and we just made a really good TV show. We threw in, like, one zombie. Um, <laughs> there was at least a zombie in... Just in to keep you honest. Four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's funny. Um, I, uh, I, I really... Um, man, I can't remember... Remember the middle of this movie super well. <laughs> One of the things I wanted to ask you about the ending of this movie, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're in the in the maze thing, which I thought was really cool. Very like Hunger Games esque ending to this. Mm-hmm. Which is that a thing from the game? Do you ever end up in a in a maze and you got to try to? No, I mean, but that's the thing. That's the beauty of the game itself is. The dungeon master can make up whatever he wants you to fall into, right? It's a it's a full made up world. So when you say like that doesn't happen in the game, right? It's like well, it could. Like the dungeon so, master could make a scenario where this happens, and maybe he has it planned, and maybe you never trigger it. Maybe you just avoid that city entirely. And he's like, man, I spent like three days coming up with this really awesome thing. And all the stuff inside of it. And you just were like, nah, I'm not going to go in there. It's like, oh, man, that's a bummer. Off so to the next. I'm, so when when I get to be the dungeon master and you every city you end up, you end up having to go into space to get on an asteroid that's headed towards the planet and blow it up from the inside. You're going to be cool with that, right? I'm going to be pretty mad. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty mad when they keep being like... Oh man, the abyssal plane is sending all these asteroids to kill the. It's like, oh man, Kyle, stop with the asteroids. <laughs> which, which, which one of you is an oil rig guy? Which, which one of you is the best driller out? Here? Which one of you has a backstory of a miner? That's going to be very important. <laughs> That's funny. D and D, the Armageddon saga. In on that. That is what I will do. I will play that game. <laughs> I'm just imagining it's like all the different types of Monopoly that are out there. You're making them for D and D now. D and D Dallas Cowboys edition. It's like, oh my god. Wow. Every city you go to is just owned by like Troy Aikman. You're like, what? King Emmett Smith. It's like Jesus. All of Kyle. the side quests are <laughs> tracking down all of Jerry Jones' illegitimate children Amazing. that are trying to get money from him. <laughs> Amazing. 
<laughs> and uncovering the backstory. I love that idea. Did you have anything that you wanted to hit on more, more than another in terms of story or stuff that you really like? No, I... I Again, I think I'm going to have to see it once more to really dive into it. I, I went in trying to... Um, just appreciate it as a as a movie going experience. Um, I wasn't trying to like nitpick too hard, nitpick too hard on it. Um, just wanted to like have fun, and I and I did that. And now I want to go back and I want to look for all of the little Easter eggs and the nods and the like. Oh, yeah. here's that spell that you love, and oh, here's that that feature that attribute in play, and um, it. I'm gonna enjoy it more from a. D&D perspective the second time through. Hey, I'm first to tell you I watch a lot of movies on my couch. Uh, And the the convenience of watching them in my own living room is fantastic. But this isn't one that I think deserves going out and seeing in the theater. Get yourself a giant Coke and a big old popcorn. Watch, you know, uh, Nicole Kidman be stuck in that movie theater by herself. (laughs) Watch that preview. AMC isn't sponsoring us. We're just trying to get them. We're to just them. trying to get them to. By this by, was, it's called negging. We just we <laughs> crudely <laughs> insult the things they work really hard on and think maybe they'll like us now. Dungeons and Dragons is my second favorite movie of 2023 thus far. Wow! I have in order: John Wick Four, Dungeons and Dragons, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, and Knock at the Cabin. I'm excited to see this list grow. I'm interested to see how long this one will retain the number two spot, especially because I forgot all about Jean Rajnij Parchage role. And I bet once I see it again and I get to fully enjoy his his time in this movie, I bet it'll be even better. I don't think it'll replace John Wick by any means. Um, off the top of your head, where does this fall for game adaptation movie? Oh man. First off, above or below Rampage starring Dwayne The Rock John? Above. Above. You know what? This this yeah. would probably be a better way to do it. You just you list one, I tell you up or down. Above or below Doom starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Above. Okay. Above or below uh Resident Evil starring Nila Joakovich. Above. Okay, there we go. Pause while I get another list ready. It's, Hang it's, on. it's above Mortal Kombat. Um, oh, okay, yeah. It's, above or below Detective Pikachu? It's above. Above or below Tomb Raider, the original? <sighs> above, yeah. Above or below Assassin's Creed? No, way above. Above or below Warcraft? Way above. Man, the is this the best movie. one? That's starting to go through this. Ooh, Hitman um, with uh, Timothy Oliphant. I, I do. Really I do really love Hitman, but that for a different reason. I like that movie. I I like it because not... I like it because it's dumb. Like if oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, like 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 it's a good bad movie. This is a good good movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Yeah, I mean, guys, let's go ahead and call it. It's the best one. Max Payne. I forgot that was a video game. That's right. Is that the Mark Wahlberg movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mila Kunis also in that one. Mm, 
Hmm. There's I forget how many Resident Evil movies there are. There was a there was a Tomb Raider remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Missed that. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by it. I'm gonna think long and hard on it, and I'll have an update on the next podcast. But I think this Wait. might be the best one. Hang hang on hang on hang on. Above or below the Super Mario Bros. from 1993? That movie was garbage. The movie was flaming garbage, and the only redeeming part of it was Johnny Legs. <laughs> the uh, IMDb's got a ranking of video games uh, turned into movies, and the number one ranking is uh, Detective Pikachu with six and a half stars. Whoa. Uh, which is kind of hard for me to understand. So... There's a Final Fantasy movie? Wow. So much I missed out on. We were talking about Angry Birds. You said above Angry Birds, I assume. I did not. We did not talk about Angry Birds. But yes, I would say above <laughs> Angry Birds. You, you didn't have to think about that one quite I didn't, as long. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I think, I think it might be the best one. If it qualifies for that, I'm in. And uh, I hope that it gives you the, the itch to want to play. And I hope we can get a group together and uh, spend four hours sitting around a table throwing dice and uh, casting spells at each other. If if we could play Dungeons and Dragons while we also golf, I think that would make, that would get me into all the things that I'm trying to get into now, but all at once, which would be wow. which would be great for someone who's trying to really get as throw as much into a time period as you can. You know. Wow, I can't even imagine trying to combine those two together. Uh, okay, you make your your ball. You paint. One through twenty on the ball, and every time oh, yeah. you hit it, we like make a decision about like what's happening next in the story. And then as you find your ball, whatever's facing up, like that's what happened. Uh, one through two. Okay, yeah, we could do this. You come up with a. I mean, we could make a lot of money off this game. I think for a very small niche of people yes. that, are, that are into both golf and Dungeons and Dragons. But there's if there's anything I know about these two things, it's that they will spend a lot of money on. On paraphernalia. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode as we talked about Dungeons and Dragons, the new hit movie sweeping the nation. Uh, we encourage you to go see it. It's a it's a lot of fun. Ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Kyle, closing score on on the way out. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a 95 percent out of a hundred. Um, I'm gonna give it nine out of ten dragons. Nine out of ten dragons. Pretty strong. It's a strong amount of dragons. 8 out of 10 dungeons, though. A what? 8 out of 10 dungeons. Oh, 8 out of 10 dungeons. Okay. Coming out to an average of 8.5 dungeons and dragons. Yes. I'll I'll allow it. Pretty strong from the man that fell asleep in the middle. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for staying awake through this entire podcast. Tune in next time as we're talking about something else. This is not the podcast you deserve.